Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. It's Tuesday, November 22nd. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. It's been a year since St. Louis and the National Football League announced a settlement over the Rams' move back to Los Angeles. Negotiations over how to spend more than $500 million from that deal continue, and some want more information from those talks. I'm really um, disturbed that all of this is happening in secret, and of course, as I ask each week what's going on with the Rams um, settlement, we're still in negotiations is what's being said. Much of those negotiations surround how the money should be divided among St. Louis, St. Louis County, and the Regional Convention and Sports Complex Authority. And even though there is a lack of consensus on how to use that money, one concept is gaining traction. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum explains. One idea is to put much of the money into something resembling an endowment and use earnings from that for projects that help St. Louis and St. Louis County. That proposal is getting a warm reception from Dave Spence, a member of the board that oversees the Dome at America Center. There's some people that just say, hey, we want to get our money and take care of the Dome and that's somebody else's battle, but golly, wouldn't it be great if we woke up 10 years from now and we actually did what we're talking about and we could make sincere differences in our community? The parties involved in the Rams settlement agreed to place the funds in an account that garners more interest. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. The St. Louis Alderman who sponsored the 2015 attempt to keep the Rams from bolting to Los Angeles is leaving local politics. Jack Coder says he will not run for re-election to his seat or for any other local office. He has represented the 7th Ward since 2015. Coder lost the board presidency this month to Megan Green. He will finish the current term, which ends in April. A St. Louis epidemiologist who studies COVID-19 is calling for more research on the long-term effects of the virus. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports. Long COVID symptoms can include excessive fatigue, disorientation, and sleep problems. The condition can also affect the heart, lungs, kidneys, and other organs. Most patients get better as time goes on, but others have problems that persists for months or years. Dr. Ziad Al-Ali is Director of Clinical Epidemiology at the Veterans Affairs St. Louis Healthcare System. He says many people with long COVID struggle to find doctors who take them seriously. You are absolutely, absolutely not alone. It doesn't justify what's happening to you, but I think it's really more of, a, of a, an impetus for all of us to, to really research this more. Al-Ali says people with more than one COVID-19 infection are at a higher risk of long COVID outcomes. That means even those who've been infected before should protect themselves. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. A special commission has approved tax breaks for massive redevelopment in Chesterfield. Members are recommending the city council allow more than $350 million in incentives for two projects, including redevelopment of the Chesterfield Mall. Post-Dispatch reports the overall plan involves roughly $3 billion of residential and commercial development. The city council could discuss the tax break package at a meeting early next month. The Griot Museum of Black History will soon receive a public art installation by a world-renowned black architect. As St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports, David Ajay is creating a work that will share the St. Louis region's black history. 
Ajay is perhaps best known for designing the Smithsonian National Museum of African American History and Culture. In St. Louis, he's working on a series of circular monuments that will surround the griot. The public art initiative, CounterPublic, will donate the installation to the griot. CounterPublic will help host a $1 million fellowship with the Mellon Foundation and the St. Louis Art Museum to maintain the project. Grio founder Lois Conley says the project will be instrumental in expanding the museum. This is a step toward helping the Grio grow even more. After 25 years of struggling to, you know, to get there, this is probably going to be the thing that pushes us over. The installation will be completed next spring. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. Some of the items we are following in the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom. Missouri House Democrats are mapping out their strategy for the upcoming session, even though they are still in the super minority. We check in with a Jackson County Democrat on what members will try to accomplish. Crews are starting work on the only urgent care in the greater East St. Louis metro area. A groundbreaking is set for today for the project involving Touchette Regional Hospital in Centerville and SIHF Healthcare. And Arch Grants has announced its 2022 grant recipients. The 23 startups and early-stage businesses receive $75,000 and other resources. The companies moving to St. Louis will get $25,000 to cover relocation costs. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music, as always, by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Have a great day. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.